Welcome to The Confidence Project. My name is Liam and I have made it my mission to skyrocket your confidence across body, mind and everything in between. I want this podcast to inspire you so that you have the self-belief and motivation to become the best version of yourself. Thank you so much for listening and embarking on what's going to be an incredible journey for the both of us. Let's take you from where you are now to where you want to be. Team, welcome back to another episode. Thank you as always for tuning in. And today we have got a good one. Um, Simply because I'm currently sat in the lobby, I guess you could call it, of what we call the confidence call here at the Confidence Projects. Now, how these work is essentially it's me presenting to the team. Um, I guess what you could call a theory lesson. And today is a good one. Um, Albeit, it's currently been filmed on a Tuesday lunchtime. Um, It was supposed to be done on the weekend, but technology did not play ball. Um, But we have got how to achieve life-changing results. And this is all done on my own experience and the lessons that I've learned. And yes, this is all quite subjective, but ultimately I feel like I've gained enough know-how and learned enough lessons to deliver this to the team. And hopefully they can take something away from it. And I wanted to record this and share with you guys listening too. So I'm going to give it a minute or so. Let anyone join. Like I say, I appreciate it's a Tuesday lunchtime, so I'm not expecting many of the group to make it, but you never know. And we'll see where it takes us. But yeah, I'm really looking forward to this one. And obviously appreciate anyone listening on the podcast that this is done through um, like an interactive setup on Zoom. So we've got people on the chat box. Someone may unmute and ask something or we may have a little bit of back and forth. But yeah, it's it's live and we're going to see what happens with it. So I'm going to get locked and loaded and here we go. Welcome to the Confidence Call. Um, We have done a couple of these. I believe this is number four, um, but this is the first one that I will be sharing out to the world via Spotify. So obviously, guys, thank you for joining. It means the world. Um, Ultimately today, what I want to show you or tell you or share with you is how to achieve life-changing results. Now, this looks different for everyone, genuinely. Um, A result to me, would be completely different to you guys. So you've got to assess what is a life-changing result for you. And I want you to think big picture as we go on, really. But I will share with you some lessons that I've learned, how I would potentially go about things based on experiences and so on and so forth. Now, obviously, in these conference calls, you have the opportunity to further connect with other people. Again, it's a quiet one because it's a Tuesday lunchtime, of course. Um, We can get you to be aligned with where you want to be. And ultimately, we can identify the ups and downs of your health and fitness journey. Um, I will just double check that if there's anyone else joining us, um, because again, you never know. You never know. Emma, I'll, I've all got you on my screen. Is there anyone else joining us? Can anyone see anyone? No. 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 We're going to go with it. Do you know what? They've missed the deadline. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> we'll soon see. It'll be on Spotify if they need it. Um, so, guys, my first question to you is. What is a life-changing result to you? And you can shout to me, you can do whatever. But to me, a life-changing result is being happy, being fulfilled, having complete autonomy, serving my future self, and looking in the mirror and being proud of my efforts across both body and mind. Now, I appreciate some of that might be quite surface level. And dare I say quite obvious, but again, like my happiness will be different to somebody else's. Um, My fulfillment in life will be different to yours and so on and so forth. And it's actually how do I see my future self going? But that's the big question I actually want you to think about. And if anyone can share an answer and just shout to me, what is a life-changing result to you? What would your answer be? Where's your head at with this one? Where have you immediately gone to? It's a big question. (laughs) It's a big question. Is it... Are we talking body? Are we talking mind? Are we talking, like I say, is it just quite generally being happy? Where's your head at with this? Do any of these resonate with you? Is it a physical transformation? I think it's probably a bit of everything in a sense. Like you said, body, mind and an outlook. Um, Because it all has a a knock-on effect, doesn't it? Like you never used to believe that exercise could make you feel better and stuff when you were a kid, like in PE and stuff like that, unless you really liked it. Um, But the proof is in the pudding that I don't feel guilty that I can have my calories 
I'm finding that the calorie counting is better for me. I'm eating the same as the rest of the family, which is good because you're not having to make different things. I'm enjoying the exercise. Um, and and it's, it's making me feel better family time and, and work time in how I deal with things. That's mega. That's absolutely mega, Dawn. And, and again, that's something to be so proud of. And, and it's a nice goal to keep having, you know, in terms of, you know, the things that you're doing, will that serve you to be happy, to be fulfilled, to do all these sorts of things? And then the rest almost comes as a byproduct. But ultimately, it's what's going to be the thing that matters to you the most, um, which I think is absolutely huge. Um, so the one thing that we actually do need to achieve said result, Captain Obvious over here, it's you. Uh -huh. It's what we need. The only thing that we need you to totally get control of, to look after, to make the number one priority is you. When we need you exactly as you are today. So I'm going to ask you another thought-provoking question. And, and this is honestly, when I ask this or even had to answer it, it's a really tricky one. But if I had to ask you, who are you? What's your answer to that? I feel like I'm being interviewed. It's tricky, isn't it? <laughs> it's a tricky one. It is. But do you know what? This is a yeah. almost a self-audit. You've got to really yeah. think about who are you and what can you bring to the table and where do you see your life going? Like I said, this this confidence call, this presentation, whatever you want to call it, this is probably going to be one of our most powerful and thought-provoking ones because you have got to actually think, I appreciate you still get the waffle, you still get me going around the houses with all the questions and stuff. Actually, if we scratched beneath the surface and I said, right, guys here today, who are you? Who's brave enough to say, right, this is who I am? And I, while you're thinking about it, I'll tell you who I am because I struggled to think of an answer to this for ages. Um, but quite simply, I'm Liam, I'm me. And I could tell you my role, you know that I'm a personal trainer and online coach, but then I've got to think a little bit bigger than surface level. And I've got to think about, I am someone who likes to succeed. I am someone who likes the challenge. I am someone who wants the best for other people. I am somebody who wants to set an example. And as soon as I start thinking about like what I can bring to the table, it sort of naturally comes as your answer, like, right, this is what you are up to in your everyday life. And, and obviously that goes with like my role here and, and for you guys and being a coach and being like, right, how can I assist? And my one thing is I am somebody who wants to set an example. I am somebody who, to go to the previous slide, wants to be happy. I want to be fulfilled. I want to have autonomy of my life. I want to do things in my life that serves my future self. I want to look in the mirror and be happy with my efforts across body and mind. And that is who I am. And if I can echo that in my everyday life, then I know that I'm going to have the life that I want. So that may or may not give you a slight answer, but if just one of you wants to be really brave, and shout out, then fair play. And if you don't, then I'm going to move on. But it's just one to think about. Um, who are you? Off the cuff, a hard question. To, uh, to, and I'm probably struggling to come up with an answer because it's not a question that you ask yourself very often, is it? Really? No. Uh, like, you know, yeah, that, yeah, I think that takes some thought, really. I don't know. I'm struggling to answer that, Liam. It, it does it, it does take so much thought and, and I've I've sprung it on you but like I said I had this prepared last week and it's taken me even when I was talking I was like is this who I am is this what I can bring but it's a really really tough question so I won't force you for an answer at all but it's one I want you to think about because ultimately yeah. like for, for you Emma I would actually describe you as you are somebody who again wants to succeed you are maybe what we might call a perfectionist. You are somebody who we know that when you're in the gym, if it's not going how we want it to, it can be frustrating and, and you almost want the results imminently and all these sorts of things. And that's just one of your many traits, but I wouldn't change that for the world because that's what makes you who you are. That's what's going to make you in your life, your career, your relationship. So the point being, in order to actually achieve this life-changing result, we need you exactly, and I genuinely mean that, exactly as you are today, 
Um, and you've really got to think about that. So please don't change for anyone or anybody. We need you exactly as you are today. So if you do think of an answer, by all means, drop me a text and we can always share it. <laughs> um, but look, you know what? Proud of everyone here. And I think you'll continue to smash it purely by being you and what you bring to the table. So keep being you. Now, up next, what I actually want to do is share with you five lessons from my own experiences and... Let me know if any of these resonate with you at the end. And if there's anything you want to add to them, please do. Now, the one thing I would say to anyone listening on this podcast is right now I'm looking at a picture of me graduating and I was told I look like an egg in that cap. So it's not the best photo, but there I am channeling my inner egg. And we graduate and, and we move on from things like that. And since then and to now and all the lessons we've learned, I've tried to nail it down for five. I could have carried on for ages. And I'm sure everyone listening has got their own experiences that will help shape this life-changing result. But number one for me is that your consistency is vital. And I don't just mean in the gym. I don't just mean with your running, with your food, but like how you show up every day. And every day will be different is going to be the big thing that really takes you from where you are now to where you want to be. Because if you can keep showing up and not sort of give in, then that's going to be something that will sit with you forever. And like I said previously, we need you exactly as you are today. So don't try to make another day too different or too far away from what you know. Like stick to what you know, stick to what works for you. And yes, we can apply that to the realm of health, fitness, well-being. We can say like keep showing up with your food. Like a big example is people like breakfast, people don't like breakfast. And, and I'm not here to tell you otherwise, you have what you want. Some people like to do circuit training in the gym. Some people like to do the strength work, but actually find what works for you and just stick to it. So actually for you guys listening, I know that you both come here twice a week. And so we know that your metrics for exercise are, right, we train twice a week. Anything else is a bonus. We look after our food on the flip side of that. And life's looking good. And, and that's the route that we'd sort of go down, really. But I would say the same at work. And again, relationships, um, if you've got kids, anything like that, you know, you need to keep showing up for you. So number one is consistency is vital. Number two, everybody is different. Now, how many times, and we all do this, have you compared yourself with somebody else? Like, it happens. We all look at somebody else, again, in the gym, out in the, the sort of career world, whatever you want. And it's so easy to feel like a bit of an imposter because you're always comparing yourself with someone. But actually, if you can appreciate that you are unique, and again, we need you exactly as you are today, and you accept that everybody else is different and everybody is them and there's only one Liam, there's only one Emma, there's only one Dawn. You know, actually, if you think about who we are and what we bring to the table, it's completely unique. And if you can accept that, then the worries of the outer world will quickly go away. But you've got to keep telling yourself that you are you and you're not them. And, and you know, you don't have to be doing a certain thing in the gym. And you know what, like they're doing their thing and you're doing your thing and, and you are where you are because of what you've seen and done. So we need you exactly as you are today. And you are different. Or another word for it is unique. And I always heard a really good thing that, you have to be odd to be number one. And that's sort of how it sits with me because if you ever feel like you're doing something different, then just remember that to be number one, we need you as you are. So, so far we've got consistency is vital and everybody is different. Number three, there's growth in your struggle and we all struggle literally every day. Again, whatever you're up to work, kids, you know, family, friends, gym, runs, food, there's going to be a struggle. There really, really is. You might not be able to lift a certain weight, run a certain distance, perform a certain exercise. And then again, that's just applicable to the gym. But, you know, think of any struggle. But on the back of that, there is growth. And you've, you've almost got to not be blindsided by the struggle and throw the chips in and just be like, oh, well, sod it, I can't do it. So what's the point? You have got to look beyond that and see the growth. Um, and there's so many examples that you can think of, but... Again, like to use the gym as an example, how many times have you tried a certain weight or to do something or like a certain movement and you just can't do it and then one day you can do it and it'll be great. So Emma, again, to put you on the spot, like your pull-ups, like how uh. often have we worked on them pull-ups <laughs> and, and we're pretty much there and it's just the last piece of the puzzle, but actually to even, you know, 
at one point dangling would have been a struggle. Then to use a band would have been a struggle. Then to get your chin over the bar. And actually now we've got no bands and now we're just looking at how we go from one rep to two reps. So whatever your struggle is and whatever it will ever be, flip it. See it as growth. Um, and that actually brings me on to point number four. Wherever you are at, whatever you've done, whatever you've seen, it all starts with you and it all finishes with you. Like ultimately... You could come, you're here for a reason. You could listen to me waffle on, like I say. You could listen to this on the podcast, whatever. And you might be like, oh, that's a great idea. Da, 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 and never implement it. And we could say the same about anything and anyone. How often do you have an idea and you never go ahead with it? And to kickstart something, you've still got to do the do. And there's always that old saying of like, you can lead a horse to water almost. And like you can, but you've still got to be the thing that, you know, the horse that drinks that water. You've still got to be the one that does the do. And ultimately, only you can get from where you are to where you want to be. So please just bear that in mind that it all starts with you and it all finishes with you. Every decision that you ever make, every uh, meal that you eat, you know, every workout that you do, every conversation that you have, it's all down to you and your perception of it. So please just bear that in mind. And number five, the one percenters add up. And I mean, again, across the board, so please don't apply this to just the gym and, and this realm of health and fitness because here at The Confidence Project, we are much bigger and better than just that surface level stuff. But the one percenters add up. So if you feel like you're not making progress, if you feel like you are really struggling to see and feel the change, then like like I said, every... Not we say like every week counts, but every decision counts. And, and like I'm going down to the, the absolute minusculeness of details there. Every meal that you have, every step that you take, you know, every drop of water, every positive thought, it all adds up. And actually, if you think about a time now, let's just say where you were at your lowest, and you know, you haven't just taken a monumental leap to where you are now. You have had to put the work in, the grafting, the the little one percenters, even like the 0.5 percenters, you know, the tiny steps forward. So please remember that, you know, something is always better than nothing. And however far that step is, just keep taking it. So there's no right or wrong order to these, but they are five lessons based on my experiences um, that I think are really applicable for you to achieve genuine results. Now, guys listening, is there anything that sticks out there to you? And again, just shout at me for what it is. It's a cozy chat. We're all friends. I'm all ears. Is there anything there where you think, you know what, that's yeah, that's true? Or is there anything that you could add to that? You know, if you were to add to this list based on your experience, is there anything you could maybe add to it? Uh, one for me is not, well, to try and not let the bad days affect me. So running, for example, I can go out and run certain distances and then the day after, or, you know, I can go out and it's awful and I feel awful and I don't run very far. Um. And I feel rubbish about it, but I'm really, I'm really trying to learn to not get hung up on those days. Or I'm in the gym, and you know I can hit certain weights, and then on one day I can't, and I can't lift it. Um, and it really gets to me. But I'm really trying not to let those down days affect me. Um, because I can do it. Just so if it's a bad day, just draw a line under it and write it off. But I still struggle to do that. <laughs> Again, you, you are the perfectionist, aren't you? It, it's really hard, isn't it? It's a really hard yeah. thing to do that. And like, as much as we could, you know, say all these things, like ultimately you want things done right and you want them, yeah. you know, when you want to be able to like smash everything. But actually, like, dare I say, and it might be quite difficult to hear at times, you think, oh, just shut up. I want to crack on with it. But like, there is growth in, in that struggle and however long that struggle goes on for. And like you might be grateful one day to think, you know what, I'm glad I went through it to get to it. Um, you know, nothing worth having is ever easy. And maybe that's just the thing to remind yourself of. But I think that's a mega point because so many people are like that. And, and like I said, it's so easy to beat yourself up about it. And, and I'm going to come to this point actually later down the line. Um, but I think that's a really, really huge point, that, Emma. So thank you for that. And you are getting better with it. And, and we've seen that in the gym. And we've seen that, obviously, with the performances that you're doing. And again, it's just this idea of something is better than nothing. Dawn, is there anything that maybe sticks out to you there that um, resonates um, I with think, you? Or... Yeah, mine was a bit like Emma's, but mine were phone-related. Um, 
I, I can sympathise with her there that um, before in the past, obviously, I've I've done really well watching what I eat and things like that. And then life's thrown something in that we go out and then I've felt guilty because I've actually gone out and enjoyed my food and probably been the naughty word, you know, and everything. But um, my experience of coming on this and at one time I thought, oh, I could never calorie count. There's not enough calories in the day for me, you know, for me to do that. But um, it really is working for me and I don't feel guilty but it does take a long long time to get your mind frame feel it, not to be so hard on yourself you, you said it there then and against this idea of being hard on yourself isn't it and mm. how do you not stop it because I always think there will be that voice in your head but how do you put the safety nets in place and, and quite simply you need to be in a position where you can just draw a line under it but again I appreciate it you said then don't but we'll get there we'll get there and these things can take a lot of time so I think again some mega points there guys really really appreciate it so as you know here at the Confidence Project we will look at you across your three P's now Ultimately, our first one is how are you as a person? And again, this comes back to we need you exactly as you are today. We don't want you to change or bend over back to everyone. But have you ever asked yourself, how are you doing? How are we doing today? Emma, how are we doing today? Dawn, how are we doing today? Like, just have that little conversation with yourself. Are you happy with where your energy's at? Are you happy with what you're doing in that day? What you've eaten? How you're performing? The conversations that you're having? And things like that. And ultimately, whatever your answer, how do you, you know, grow and expand from there? So honestly, the amount of time that, I mean, you'll have done it, you know, you've met a friend or people coming here, I'm like, how are you? And fine, I'm all right. So, so, plodding on, the list goes on, right? But it's very rare someone comes in and being like, oh, you know what, I'm bloody great today. Like, unless <laughs> you've had a bit of pre-workout, Emma, and then you're, you're bouncing off the walls. <laughs> I'm feeling amazing and, and all these things. Now, ultimately, you've got to ask yourself, how do we go from good to great? And, and it's again, it's quite a difficult question, but, you know, score yourself out of 10, do what you need to do. You know, how are you doing as a person today? And I know we do it, obviously, at the Confidence Project on a monthly basis and, like, how's your month been? But how would just, you know dilute that to a day, even to an hour, to be like, right, however, do I just need to step away from the laptop for half an hour if I can and just come back to it? I'll go for a little wander and take a little bit of me time. So that's something I would encourage anyone listening to do is just ask yourself, how are you? Like, genuinely, just a simple question. How are you doing? I'm good. Right. What do we need to do better? Where do we need to pull back on? Where do we need to push a little bit more? And just analyze your day as best as you can and what you're up to. And obviously there might be a bit of organizing going on with that. And life may throw you a curveball. And again, this is then how we deal with it later down the line. But you as a person, if you can ask yourself every single day, just at any point, how have we been today? Or how's today looking? Or how are we currently? Then that will alter your life drastically. Absolutely, it can be a game changer. So that's just one to bear in mind. Now, our next P is our positivity. Um, and ultimately, here we have a list of adjectives. I couldn't think of any more that began with P, but basically what we mean by your positivity is how's your mindset? How are, yes, we doing, but have we actually been like, have we gone to that great phase? Have we gone to that? You know, I am genuinely happy and I'm not just, I'm not just temporarily happy. Like I'm feeling good. I'm constantly feeling energized. I'm constantly feeling motivated. I'm driven to do the things I want to do in and out of the gym all things exercise, all things well-being, you know, how can I develop that? So obviously we've come with a few here. Um, this took me forever, believe it or not, but we need you to be positive. We need you to be proud. We need you to be proactive. We need you to be progressive. We need you to be perseverant. And ultimately we could have spun any positive adjective in here. But again, the big question is, is why? Now, by all means, if you've got an answer, throw this to me but for me it's super important to be positive a because what's the point of being negative like if i said to you you've only got one life to live why are we living it miserably like what what is the point like if i said to you look you know this is your last day on earth i'd be willing to put money on you just go for it and you'd be so happy and you almost need to live every day like like that like it's right i'm gonna make the most of it you know you seize the day carpe diem whatever you need to say whatever you need to do um, but ultimately, if we can take this glass half full approach as opposed to half empty, then that can be an absolute game changer for you. 
Um, and actually, your positivity is infectious. Like, I would much rather be around somebody who is smiley, who builds me up, who makes me feel good. I'm not going to go be a, a negative Nelly or whatever with someone who I'm just like, well, right, we're sat in a corner, living our lives miserably, so pessimistic. Like, what am I going to get out of that? And again, this is then going to come back to like, where do you want your life to go? So when we speak about actually like, how do we get this life-changing result? How do we get to, you know, again, to use my examples, being happy, being fulfilled, having autonomy, looking after my future self, looking in the mirror and being proud of my efforts. There is not a chance I'm going to get that if I am down in the dumps, if I'm glass half empty, if I just can't be bothered or just generally have a I can't attitude. So it's super important that we can stay positive and that we we sometimes have to sort of fake it till you make it. I know that that quote gets a little bit of stick, but sometimes you've got to just find them positives. You've just got to dig deep and keep doing it. Um, but that's just something to consider um, going obviously forward and just being like, actually, how do we operate? Are we quite smiley and good to be around and good fun and, and we are going to motivate and build people up? Or are we going to play a role that's a little bit non-existent and actually only serve myself and others Um not in a favourable manner, let's just say. But again, that is your positivity and that's something I really, really want you to consider, especially here at The Confidence Project. You know, we want you guys to, you know, add value to the group as best as you can. And everyone will do that in different ways, by the way. Everyone will bring something different to the table. But again, it's like how much of it, like a, a simple message to someone could genuinely change their day, genuinely. A simple you can do this, a uh, simple like, you know, whatever it's going to be, but that will fulfill them so much. And actually, I don't know about you guys, but I'd much rather live in a world that's full of positivity rather than a bit of a shit show, quite simply. Um, so just one to consider there for you guys. And your last P, or our last P, I should say, is your purpose. And this then does stem back to how do we achieve this life-changing result? And actually what I want you to think about is what we call your why. So what is your why? I want you to think big picture and I want this to be almost the fuel to your fire. So every decision that you make can then be a stepping stone to the best you. So food for thought, guys listening, what is your why? And what I mean by this is why are you doing what you are doing? Why are you here on this call? Why are you here at the Confidence Project? Why are you in the role that you're in? Why are you... Married or with the person that you're with, you know, like why why have you made the decisions and done the things you've done? And ultimately, it wants to be because I want to do X, I want to feel X, I want to have achieved X. You know, Emma, why are you running so much? Well, I want to get fitter, I want to get faster, I want to get stronger. Great. Dawn, why are we looking at so many squats? Actually, we want to improve our knee strength and things like this, you know, and, and you could ask any question, but big picture. And again, I'll tell you my answer. If I said to you guys, listen, what is your why? Then what would your answer be? And again, mine, picture of Rowan, you've probably guessed it. But, you know, we want to start looking at family. We want to start looking at, obviously, we've got quite a big event coming up this weekend. So we want to start looking at, obviously, you know, thinking about our future. And actually, I know that if I am happy, fulfilled, I've got autonomy, I'm happy with my efforts across body and mind, and I'm serving my future self well, then actually... I'm going to be much nicer to be around with Rowan. We're going to have a happy family. We're going to build the lives that we want to build. And again, it all starts with me. It all comes back to me. It all comes down to this idea of, right, well, okay, if this is how we're going to live our lives, then how are we going to live it? And more importantly, why are we going to live it? So, guys, what is your why? Um. My my why would be to improve me, to you know, and, and, and like we say, it's a it's a knock on effect, isn't it? I'm I've come to you because I want to be healthier, I want to be better in myself, I want to be stronger, I want to live longer, <laughs> which has a knock on effect, like you say, with family. I've already got an eighteen year old. It'd be nice to keep up with her. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, older husband so it's looking after him <laughs> when he can stop doing the lifting I can take over but it is like you said it's about and, and it's some me time for me I've I've spent quite a few years in the job that I'm in 
it means that I am a caring person. And at one point before I came to you, and obviously something that did cause me to come to you in the first place, um, I wasn't looking after me. I was looking after everybody else. So that's my why. And this is a bit this is a big, big change and commitment. So I am looking after me and thinking of me first. You said it. You said it, Don. There, that's mega. And again, like we think big picture, we think futuristic, we think actually not how we're going to be tomorrow, but how we're going to be in 10 years' time. What's life going to bring us? And this is why we keep putting the stepping stones in place, which is why the one percenters um, matter. And it's also why I'd potentially flip. I know both of you mentioned this idea of actually how do we not beat ourselves up if we have potentially had a bad day? But if you had a bad day today, would that be reflected on 10 years later? Well, no. And, and you know, we've got such a big scale. So if we can just keep showing consistently over, like, say, let's use that 10-year time frame, then what, Tuesday the 8th of August, 2023? All right, I had a meal deal rather than chicken, rice and veg. Well, who cares? Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not the end of the world. So I missed the training session last Friday. Who cares? Because in the grand scheme of things, we're still showing up. We are still looking after ourselves. We're still putting the work in. So again, if you ever need your perspective shifted, think big picture. Definitely. Emma, just to put you on the spot, if you have to say, what is your why? Why were you? Because like I say, you know, we're just going to have a little chat. Yeah. Uh, probably similar to Dawn, I joined just to invest in me. Um, physically, I wanted to be healthy. I wanted to get fit. Um, I wanted to be strong. Um and then that got me thinking about setting my body up for the future. But then also that has a knock-on effect mentally. Um, so physically I feel healthier, then mentally I feel he healthier. Um, but it were just all about being the healthiest, um, strongest, and probably the best physically and mentally um, version of me that I've probably ever been. Um, so, yeah, it was just all about me and trying to keep and be healthy. Mega. Again, I absolutely love it. And would you both say, obviously, with that why in mind and the things that you're currently doing, that you are making those steps and stepping stones towards it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And liking it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's huge. Like, that, that, that's a big thing. That is a real big thing. And, and like I say, if you're happy with what you're doing, then me personally, in my role, I... Can't ask for much more at all. I think you've got to be so proud of yourself and keep telling yourself how far you have really come and, and the things you are achieving. So they are our three Ps. In order for you to be um, uh, bolstered, accelerated, whatever one you want to say, across you know where you are now to where you want to be and to get these life-changing results, we need to look at you as a person. And again, we need you exactly as you are today. We need to look at your positivity, your mindset, and then ultimately that leads us to our purpose, which is your why, which you've both touched on really transparently and really openly, which is really appreciated. And that's mega. So with all that said and done and all the sort of the behind the scenes work, it actually comes to the logistics of it and how we are going to approach things. So on our next slide here, this is something that I will drill on about over and over again. And yes, for anyone listening, I guess this is more applicable to your health and fitness and things like that. But actually, like, I can't tell you the amount of times that we always speak about potentially doing things and, you know, saying we're going to do something or we're going to do this, we're going to do that. So let this be an opportunity for anyone listening or for you guys right here today to audit yourself. And again, I'm not going to ask you to share each specific one, but if you can identify one at the end, um, where you really need to dial down on, then that will be mega. Now, we have five metrics we're going to call these um, across your health and fitness. And these are the five things that I would be tracking or looking after or being mindful of when going forwards in order to serve my future self. So each one is going to be worth 20%, all right? And obviously, if we achieve all 20%, um, there's five of them, that is our 100%. Now, in order to be consistent to succeed... I always think you need to be at 80%. We've almost got this 80-20 rule. 20% 20 of the time you can take your foot off the gas, 80% of the time you can go for it. Now, if I said to you, firstly, with your training, simply, if you're going to give yourself this 20%, it's just so quite simply a yes or no. So just think about this in your head. With your training, are you training consistently? Are you training within 10? 
Are you training hard? Are you progressing? Are you making the effort to almost follow a plan and give yourself again the stepping stones that you need to get to where you want to be? Because so often we can wing our training. We can just do whatever. We can be a bit careless with it, a bit lackluster. And actually by giving it direction, again, this is only based on what I've done in the past. Like I've trained with no direction and winged every single session for years and I've gone with a program. I categorically know that when I'm training with intent and I know what I'm trying to get to, my results are staggering. They're so different. Like my body shape will change drastically just by actually caring about what I'm doing in the gym or with my general exercise. So quite simply, just mentally give yourself a yes or a no. Am I training to that scale or no? Is it, you know, not quite there? And again, there's no real right or wrong for you. It's just about dealing with what we've got. So your first metric is your training. Now your next one, the flip side of the training, probably the biggest piece of the puzzle and everyone's biggest struggle tends to be your nutrition. Now, we could look at this at surface level, but for me and the things I would encourage you guys to get is if we want life-changing results, then we need to be managing our food, i.e. calorie counting. There are other methods to do that, slimming world, whatever. The list goes on, but are we being mindful of what we're eating? Are we eating within a line with our goals? So what I mean by this is if we are um, training hard in the gym, for instance, are we eating enough protein? Um, are we getting enough fruit and veg in our diet? Are we monitoring the amount of sugar and fats in our diet? Things like this, you know, like how well are you eating is, is quite a broad question. But, you know, quite simply, would you give yourself a, a tick or a cross next to that one? So that's number two. Now, number three, four and five aren't quite as obvious, but things I, I would think are just as important. Now, number three is your step count. Now, this there's no right or wrong answer, and, and I genuinely believe, I'm not sure if this is true, that they say you've got to get 10,000 steps because it's a round number. That's it. Like, 10,000 steps sounds a good number. Let's tell people you need to do 10,000 steps. Um, but actually, like, if you've got an office job, then I would say, like, 6,000 is quite a reasonable number. Like, if I don't walk the dog, I would genuinely get, like, 3,000 steps. Like, I'm, I'm not going home today. Like, I'm, I'm busy all day around, and I'm currently on... 3,000 3, steps, ironically. Um, and that's that's the thing, like, it's got to be subjective on your day. It depends what you're up to. But the point being, if we can step more than our usual average, so let's just say typically you'll do 3,000 steps in a week because you're at your, your office job, can we aim higher? Can we add on 20%? Can we take it to 5,000? Can we then take it to 6,000? And basically, this overlaps with your training and the more steps that we do, the more calories we're burning. And ultimately, yes, we've got the physical side, but actually the mental side of it, like it's less screen time. It's taking yourself out with the world and being at one with it. You know, you can, you can, you know, have, have a sing song, think about whatever you want to think about, do whatever you want to do. But actually getting your steps in is often the underlying game changer there. And that's just something that I would really, really consider. I know that if I've done nothing and I've had a bit of a crap day with steps, then I feel pretty lethargic. That will then knock on to my nutrition, my water. I might not sleep very well. I might just think sod it and it might affect the week. So again, that's another metric that I would really, really consider. Number four is your water. Now, look, 70%-ish of your body is water. So we basically need to keep topping it up. Every time you sweat it out, go to the toilet, do whatever you want to do, we're losing this water. Our full mug is emptying and we need to keep topping it up now scientifically speaking i genuinely believe if you have a liter of water for every 25 kilograms of body weight then you're pretty much on track um however another way of looking at it is your we clear that's another way of looking at it it's quite simple um teas coffees juices they all apply to your water but i would generally try to keep it as clean as possible you know just water pure water um, but if we're not drinking enough then this tank that we're emptying stays empty and we're only operating at what 20% if we're dehydrated uh, we'll get headaches like I'm a bugger for a headache like got it so often and I know the main cause is not drinking enough water at times so like for me like this month I've made a real big effort with the wedding but I know that water generally if I were to look at these I'd be like yeah I do not drink enough water just because it's not on my radar so things that I've done to help me with that is always have water inside always have it in mind um, have a glass of water with every meal and things like that. So that's a really big one is your water. And that's something that people, especially in the winter months, don't do enough. Um, and your last one is your sleep. 
God, how bad does it feel when you've had a shit night's sleep? It's horrendous. Your day is gone. You don't want to do anything. And again, like dare I say, that's the that's the funnel for the rest of it. Like if you've had a good night's sleep, you're going to feel energized. You're going to want to go to the gym. You're going to want to eat well, go for a walk, drink some water. If you've had a bad night's sleep. Oh God, your day is horrendous. You're going to show up to your PT session thinking, I can't do this. I can't be bothered. So it all has a knock-on effect. And again, like this is where the 1% has count. So if you guys listening to this um, or you are here now with us, which one of these stands out to you that you're potentially not doing? Or like, where would you put yourself? Are you at 60% out of 100? Are we only ticking three out of five of these boxes? Like out of your training, nutrition, steps, water, and sleep, where do you sit on that 100% scale? And that will fluctuate, by the way. Uh, sleep's one that I struggle to tick. So I'd put that lower down on the scale for me. Yeah. The rest, like, yeah, fine. Yeah, mm-hmm. good. So we're, we're basically, no, Emma, that's that's a really big thing for us. And actually, like you're doing so well to tick the rest of it. If there was obviously like, let's say you've only, you drink a lot of water, but don't do any of the rest, then there's a lot of boxes that still need ticking. There's a bit more work to do. But actually for you, um, we can invest in this sleep. And like, obviously... I guess this is the only one that's sometimes out of your control. You know, especially like we get a lot of parents in here, for instance, and if kids are up or whatever, like it's hard to get to sleep. But again, like just start thinking about like bedtime routines, screen time before bed, uh, the window of food that we, we are eating. In. Are we eating too late? Are we not eating enough? Are we drinking enough um, you know, fluids and things like that. But again, like for us, Emma, and, and obviously for you, that's just something we could look into definitely. Um, but obviously I know we've spoken about it anyway and we are doing the do. Dawn, what about yourself? How are you feeling with this scale? Are you ticking all these boxes at this moment in time? Or? Um, I'd, the, the sleep's not fully an issue. I, I dream. And at one time I used to think I didn't sleep because I dream, but you obviously are asleep when you dream. It's obviously not a deep sleep, but... Um, I do get up for a wee, yeah, because I'm drinking a lot more water, and there's nothing I can do about that. So, but then mm-hmm. I, because of obviously the training and everything else that I'm doing, I don't struggle to get back to sleep. Good. So I once I once asleep in a sense is that me to dream is my normal. It don't you know I, yeah. my head touches pillow I'm gone. Good. Well, that's, um, that's, that's what we like to hear. Yeah, yeah. My husband a bit same, Emma, to be honest. He's still awake and an hour after and I've I've gone. Um <laughs> they're not they're not too any that really in a sense that are, are alarming to me. I mean, obviously, if we to some days, like you said, Liam, I do work in an office, so I am subconsciously trying to do the more steps, but you like you say, some days I could only do th- less than 3,000 if I didn't put the effort in to do a bit more. Um, I suppose it would be my water, even though I'm getting there to like, a, I mean, I, ain't, I, I went over 3,000 yesterday. I can't, I, I, I had to double check what I'd put in because I thought that can't, that can't be right, you know. But, um, yeah, so p- probably it would be more, I'm more subconscious that I, 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 I need to make sure I've had that water. So it, it probably would be that really. Yeah, of course, of course, that makes sense to me. So again, it's just being aware of it. Some weeks, some months, you'll have better months on, you know, other things like nutrition around December time. It's probably going to take a bit of a deep dive because of mince pies. Um, you know, when you're on holiday, you might not train as much. If you break a leg, you're not going to get many steps in. You know, life will happen to you and you've just got to deal with it as best you can. But these, to me, are the five things that I would be wary of um, and in order to obviously achieve these life-changing results. Now, for our next slide, I'm going to like this one. Um, bullshit statements that are holding <laughs> back. Um, there was no beating around the bush with this one. I thought, how can you word this? How can you phrase it? But quite simply, and, and again, like I don't want this to come across as like being a bit raw or a little bit oh god like what's going on about here but actually these are things that i've just heard um so often throughout the years and i've said some myself by the way i have genuinely you know i've said i'm all or nothing for instance that first one you know we've all said it we've all said stuff that you're almost like becoming your own saboteur um and obviously we've put a nice little quote at the bottom and it's excuses sound best to those who make them so sometimes 
we will make excuses. We will try to justify not doing the doings. How do we flip them? So the, the bullshit statements that stand out to me here are, I'm all or nothing. I know what to do. I just need to do it. I was going to, but didn't have the time. I'm too tired and I have zero motivation. Now I'm going to come up with a bit of a combat to all of these. First things first, the first bullshit statement of I'm all or nothing. If I said to you that there is no black or white and that there is only gray and it's a sliding scale and ultimately this scale will fluctuate, that needs to take you out of this all or nothing mindset. And I would actually always flip it and say something is better than nothing. So why does it have to be all in? Why are you going foot on the floor, gas to floor, burning out? Because I've done it all and I've done nothing as well, by the way. And I've gone from zero to 100 and I don't like either of them. Because like I said, I'll burn out or I'll feel guilty if you're not doing it. So we stay consistent. We keep showing up. So like if you are somebody who said that and that's absolutely fine because I've been there, then you just don't need to say it. You don't need to be that way inclined because actually you're just setting yourself up for failure when you are constantly doing... Uh, been all in when nothing hits it feels like a bit of a crash and burn effect um and then obviously if you're doing nothing then it's always a little bit more difficult to start so just think sliding scale just think how do we go from there now i know what i need to do i just need to do it um i've heard this all too often and actually then you've got to read between the lines and what is it you need to do and ultimately why are you not doing that thing so if i said to you right guys i want you to track your calories all right, yeah, I'm on it. Right, I, you haven't done it a week later. Why have you not done it? I just don't know. And is it actually you don't enjoy tracking calories? Is it that there's something in your way? Is it you don't know what to do? And the thing that would actually combat this, again, based on my experience, is just asking for help. That's it. And that's quite a big thing to do. But just ask for help. And that will ultimately just um, get rid of the barrier that you've maybe emerged by yourself or this idea of not doing it. And just breaking that barrier and just being like, look, I do know what I need to do. I'm not doing it. Can we come up with another way around it? And my example of this, like, I always think back to when I learned to drive and I was really bad at learning to drive, by the way. And I had this driving instructor and I couldn't get the clutch control right. And I don't know if you can see me on camera, but he kept um, he kept putting, using his hands, his left hand with his clutch and his right hand with the sort of the brake or accelerator. And he kept like doing this like funny movement. And he was like, just do this, just do this. And I just thought, what are you on about? And I said a few times, I said, I don't understand what you mean. Can you show me? And he was like, just do this. Just do this. And he kept doing this with his hands. I just thought, just do one. I'm not coming back to you. Pass and go. I can do one. Honestly, I never went back. I thought, for God's sake. So actually just asking for help and coming up with a solution will help you with that. Now, another thing here, I was going to, but didn't have the time. Look, we've all got the same amount of hours in a day. And I know that's a really difficult thing because everyone's got different hours. But how can you calculate oh. that time? You know, that's something to consider. Um, and actually, how can we put ourselves in a position where we use our time more effectively? I'm not saying get up early, I'm not saying go to bed later, but how do we use the time um, that little bit differently? And that's just something to consider. You can manipulate it because ultimately it starts and finishes with you and you are the one in charge. Um, the last two here, I'm too tired. Again, does that come back to our self-audit? Do we need more sleep? Do we need to eat better quality foods, drink more water? Do we need to be more energised? And then I have zero motivation. It, motivation oh. is an emotion. It really, really is. And therefore, like, you know, you feel sad, you'll feel hungry, you'll feel happy. Like, it will come and go. Motivation will come in dribs and drabs. But actually, take motivation away from it. And are we disciplined? And actually, when we show up, when we don't feel like it, that's the one that counts. And actually, can we still tick that box of training and things like that? So, again, guys listening... Do any of these resonate with you? Or is again, is there anything that you can potentially add to this? Probably the motivation one. I argue with myself on that. Um, you know, if I'm thinking, oh, I want to do, I want to go for a run, but I just can't bother. I've got no motivation. And I think, oh, I'll do it tomorrow morning instead. But then I always think, well, I thank myself tomorrow morning getting up to do it when I could have gone and done it tonight, even though I've got no motivation to do it. I better just go and do it. And it's quite hard to change your mindset from I can't be bothered, I've got no motivation to just go do it. Just go do it. You're right. And again, like something is better than nothing. And that's what you've got to keep yeah. telling yourself. If you've gone out for a run, 
is the aim to go out for a run? And if so, then you've already done it. It doesn't matter if it's one kilometer or 10 kilometers, you have gone for a run. And, and that is this idea of being 1% and not necessarily being all or nothing. And, and, and this idea of focusing on the progress, not being a perfectionist. So I think mm-hmm. it's really, really good, Emma. What about yourself, Dawn? Is there anything there that sticks out to you? Um, it probably would have been, um, I'm too tired, but not necessarily because of my sleep, because of how probably a knock-on effect with how, how my moods were um, before I found out why a lot of the time I was and obviously fluctuates. So it's too easy when you're tired to think, oh, I can't be bothered. So that that would be that would probably be the statement. Yeah, it feels different now, yeah. Yeah, and again, it's a perspective shift, but actually, like, you've, you've combated it. So rather than using it as a justification to not do anything or, like you say, to, to, to just go to bed or just chances are just sit on the sofa and not do a lot because like you say you are too tired then if we can just look at how we can come up with a solution then I think that's huge and I think that will be our game changer so guys I'm wary of time I will flick through that I've only got a few slides left in all fairness but firing on all cylinders um, ultimately our cylinders aka pillars at the confidence project uh, you as a person how are you your positivity your mindset and your purpose and this idea of achieving your goals. And obviously, if we can hit these and we score yourself out of 10 every month and we're, and we're high scores, then we are what I would call firing on all cylinders. And I'm sure that's a, an expression that you've heard before, like how are we firing on all cylinders? What are we up to? Are we raving to go almost? Now, if we had to remove you as a person, your positivity and your purpose, and you had to replace these with your own, and I'll give you a few examples, what would your cylinders actually be, or pillars, if you had to pick three? So hypothetically, how are you as a parent? How are you as a friend? How are you, um, you can get very specific and look at your confidence in the gym. How's your confidence in the gym been this month? Um, how's my um, running PB's been you know you could get very specific um, and you could obviously tell this to yours now I'm not going to press you for an answer here guys um, but obviously that is just one to think about like actually if you had to score yourself every month like we do then what would you be scoring yourself on how would you know that you are firing on all cylinders and that's just something that I would really really consider and ultimately if you can tick that box and, and tick your own box because you know, you've bought into my process here at the Confidence Project. This is what I would encourage. But what really matters is what matters to you. And that is, like I say, what are your pillars? What are your cylinders? How can you get firing and know that you are ticking those boxes? So if you can fire on all cylinders, yes, my at the Confidence Project, but yours, then that will ultimately lead to some pretty hefty results, pretty significant ones. And dare I say, they could be life-changing. Your next slide, guys incentives now i would see an incentive as as being like a bit of a facilitator for your why and if you can sort of work this out this is me doing my first tough mudder this picture here and the reason i put this in it was because it was quite a big thing and now i love tough mudder i can't get enough of it and i know that regardless of what i do in a year i'm going to book onto the next one and that will help me um stay fit that will help me um keep building a bit of a team ethos at the confidence project. That will help me step out of my comfort zone by doing more and more. Um, I would eventually like to do like, build up to doing like what you call Europe's toughest mudder. And that's like, that's like a 12 hour endurance event. And that's just gone from me just doing tough mudder with some mates to progressing and keep building up. So it all overlaps. Now I use tough mudder as, as an example. And obviously when I speak to you guys and we look at booking onto 10 Ks, half marathons, you know, all these runs that people do, but this doesn't actually have to be an event and your incentive could be like um, something even daily, like, right, if I go to the gym, then I will reward myself with a donut, a cup of tea. I don't know, whatever it's going to be. If I can get to the end of the week, then I tell you what, I'm going to treat myself to some new clothes because I have, I've said what I would do. I would, I would, you know, I've drunk three liters of water every day. You know, what, whatever, whatever it wants to be, almost a bit of a reward chart, but basically, if you can have something hovering over your head that will help you um, do the do and stop potentially with, you know, these bullshit statements that we've heard in the past, I'm all or nothing, all this, then actually that's going to really, really incentivize you to keep going. But also, you know, that is a, a tangible incentive. 
another incentive should just be your why. And obviously, if you need that to accelerate that, then so be it. But actually, again, for me, my why is, you know, to, to be happy and healthy with Rowan, to be fulfilled in my career and so on and so forth. Um, am I doing the things that align with that? So again, think about your why and think about how you can almost incentivize you to achieve that. Now, your next one here, guys, this is a big one. This is a big one. I want you to celebrate your wins like your life depends on it. Honestly, like every, <laughs> every single win that you have, achieve, do, see, believe, celebrate it. Because again, this overlaps with the one percenters. These are the things that count. Like if you have had an extra drop of water, stepped one more step, that's great. Celebrate it and tell yourself that you've done that. And that's quite a difficult thing. Like you said, Emma, that's this, this yeah. idea of being like, oh yeah, I don't really like all eyes on me. I don't really like being this, mm -hmm. you know, I've done this, I've done that sort of thing. But just tell yourself it. Like actually I have had a good day and, and that will just help us be consistent, not be a perfectionist, not worry about doing um too much like this idea of being all or nothing um and every single win counts now the reason i put this slide in is that i want you to put yourself in my shoes and obviously i get to see everyone do everything and and you know see all these amazing achievements people do but i only hear about these achievements when people are actually feeling good and they've done really really well and it's quite obvious so if someone's gone to the gym and they've had a really good workout mega like, that's amazing. I am here to celebrate that with you all the way. But people go quiet. And when people go quiet, I know that they're not firing on all cylinders, that they are not ticking the right boxes because they've got nothing to celebrate in their eyes. But then when we have a conversation, I'll be like, oh, you know, all right, Joe Bloggs, you know, how's your week been? And they'll be like, oh, it's been so-and-so and I haven't gone to the gym and I haven't done... And, and the folks on what they haven't done and the folks on why the week's not gone to plan... Yeah, but look at what you've just told me. You've had a, a promotion at work, or I don't know. You've had a you've you've had a great social life, and you've still got your steps in because you've stepped around London all weekend. I I don't know. And literally, if you cannot find a win, then find one. Like search high and low for it. Like make it happen because this thing comes up to this idea of being positive and really focusing on the good things that are happening in life. And like I say, if we're being so negative about what we haven't done, then we're going to get bogged down by it and nothing will ever be good enough and we won't progress across our body and mind because we're not there to see it. But actually, open your eyes. Look at what you have done. So for you guys listening, Dawn, Emma, I know full well that you've read this and you've either thought, yeah, I need to do that or no, I don't do that or whatever. Actually, this is me telling you, like, I would encourage you highly in our group chat alone to share your wins, or if not in a group chat with me, because like we said, positivity is infectious. So look, you might brighten my day. If you've gone for a <laughs> day, then just know that you've probably made my day and you've helped me out there. And then that might make me go for a run. And then if I put that on my Instagram story, someone else might go for a run and, and so on and so forth. And you help everyone out. But again, that all starts with you and that starts with your mindset. So one thing that you know, for people who do struggle with their positivity when it comes to scoring them every month, it's like, what has your win been? When we put in your month in review, what are you proud of this month? Like, find something and celebrate it and be like, you know what? Yes, I have done that. Like, I have made the effort to go out of my way and achieve X, do this, and I have felt this. So just embrace it. Um, it's hard to do that, though, isn't it, Liam? Like, it's hard to be kind to yourself like that, I think, because you do focus on, oh, but I didn't get that done and I didn't get that done. Yeah. Because if that's how I'm programmed, I'm not programmed to think, well, I didn't do that, but I did do that. But I'm just like, I didn't do that. I didn't hit that I didn't go out for that and I didn't and I didn't do that but then just touching on what you said about the group chat and putting stuff in there equally I struggle I would struggle to say oh I've achieved this or I've achieved that but going back to my motivation point the chat does help because if I've seen you know like Becky went and did a run on Sunday or and he'd and Lucy are at the gym and if I'm having a low day and my motivation's gone out the window but yeah I see that on the group chat there has been instances where I've thought yeah do you know what I'm gonna go out and do that today as well or right yeah I'm gonna go run or I'm gonna go do the gym because I've seen somebody on the group chat do it but yeah, I do think it's yeah. hard to be kind to yourself <laughs> it, it is really hard isn't it and and we're always everyone else's sort of biggest cheerleaders I guess but but being your own is probably the most difficult thing you could do and, and ever sort of 
you know, like I say, if I say what you're proud of, it might oh no, I don't know. But it's it's difficult. And, and like you say, you know, you are what makes the confidence project tick. So if no one celebrated the wins, then where would we be? So it's this idea of actually, if you feel like that, then if you were to put in the chat, I'm not saying again, you know, share it with me, it doesn't matter, you know, obviously at your own discretion, but like that will have such an impact on somebody at some point, because you're right, it's you can be motivated and inspired by somebody like say, signing up to the York 10K and then doing it or whatever it's going to be. And you look at their story and, and you create your own story from there. But I completely appreciate you're right. Some of us just aren't wired that way. Some of us don't want to celebrate ourselves. Some of us don't want to appreciate that we've actually done a really good thing. The one thing I would say to that, Emma, is why? Well, like, what's stopping you doing that? Is it a is it a confidence thing? Is it an idea of actually I don't want to be put on a pedestal? Is it this idea of I almost don't want all eyes on me? I just want to keep my head down. Um, but if it wasn't shared to the world, it's an idea of, of just telling yourself you've done it and like no one can take that away from you and no one has to even know really. Um, but, you know, like for you, if you've gone for a big run and it's been like, right, I've smashed that, then tell yourself you've smashed that. Like be proud of yourself there and, and you know, be kind to yourself. Equally, like you say, if you've had a bad day, then well, how do we flip it? Like the, the, the way that helped me is what's the point in dwelling on it? And how can I react now? Like, we can't worry about what has or hasn't been done. We can only think about what's in our control now and in the future. So what do we need to do now to serve that future self? Because the past is the past and, and you know, we, we've gone through it and, and we've grown from it. And that's exactly it. So um, obviously, that's just something to self-monitor. Um, but just allow yourself to be in a position where you tell yourself, well done, give yourself a pat on the back. Be like, yeah, good job. Good job. Like, using your pull-ups example, well, there's been a time where we might struggle to dangle on the bar or jump up to it and grab it with confidence. Um, just to put you on the spot, Emma, when we won't go to a gym, when me yeah. and you were at MFG, and now you're in the gym using all equipment, flying around like a lunatic, taking pre-workout, you're doing big runs, you're inspiring other people, you've done a great North run. Like The, the list goes on and on and on, and it's just because well, you now think, well, actually, yeah, I've come quite far. And like you don't even have to say that to us. But just know it, and you know that yourself. And, and if you say you don't, then you're lying quite simply. Because <laughs> you have. So obviously, think about yes, this big winning game, this why, but think about your winning moves. Think about what are we doing? How are we putting the pieces in, in place? You know, it is like a game of chess, which is why this picture's here. It's this idea of like one step, and you might not be able to see the winning, the end game, but you're getting there. And then find those wins and keep doing those moves. So celebrate your wins. That will be something that will change um, the game in terms of achieving your results most definitely. Um, and that's something like I said, I might encourage you both to do more, a little bit more if, if we're listening to this book. We'll see how we feel. Now, guys, um, we're nearly there. And I want to sort of leave you with three pieces of advice. I've actually written three. three I've written three. I'm going to say it's the last question. I thought I'd written four, then I had a panic. I thought, oh, no. Um, and these are quotes that I've heard um, and I've actually already said one today, um, that really resonate with me and that I want to share with you because actually remind yourself of them and tell yourself that, yeah, okay, um, you know, I can do something or, you know, it might flip your perspective in some. So the first one we have touched on, and you've got to be odd to be number one. We need you exactly as you are today. We need Emma, Dawn, Liam, anyone else in the conference project, anyone who's listened to this in the world, You've got to be you, and therefore you've got to do the decisions that align with you. And there's no right or wrong, and you don't have to adhere to anyone else. It's what matters the most to you. And, and to do that and be do it with conviction and confidence and clarity, that will lead to you being the number one and, and getting that life-changing result. Now, this next one was something that I heard from a guy called Inky Johnson, who, who look him up. He has a great story, he's a bit of backstory of American football, and, and and you know, he's injured and now he's a motivational speaker, but he said, do what others don't so you can have results that others won't. And this is now the idea of a lot of people will talk the talk and a lot of people will struggle to do certain things. Like we said, go to the gym, track calories, get steps in, drink enough water, get enough sleep. Um, and when you see a lot of other people not doing that, then it's quite easy to get bogged down by it all. But if you can become uncommon amongst common is maybe a good way of putting it if you can be the one that is odd and that steps up 
then you can have those results that you long for. And they can't because they're, you're leaving them behind in a cloud of smoke. And it's been like, you know what? Yes, this is hard. Yes, this might come with setting boundaries, um, you know, making difficult decisions. But actually, if you can do what others don't, then you can have the results that they want, quite simply. And I think that's something to really, really remember. And then number three is something that my coach um, has said to me in the past, and it's actually their sort of uh, ethos, really. And it's get the person thriving and the rest will follow. So it's this idea of it all starts and finishes with you. And, you know, if we can get you firing on all cylinders, if we can get you being the best you across body and mind and everything in between, then the rest of it will come. So if if someone comes in here and says, I want to lose two stone, and it's like, right, great, then we need to train, we need to do this, we need to do that. But actually, home life shit, they're struggling at work, uh, they're not getting enough sleep, and, and actually the behind-the-scenes job just isn't working for them and how on earth can they come in the gym perform well look after all the food like it's just not going to happen to you i've got to get to the root of it which again to go back to our initial slides it all starts with you and we need you exactly as you are today in order to go to where we want to be so again you can share this or don't but out of these three or if you've just got a general piece of advice based on this entire slide presentation what's the one bit of advice that when you leave here that you need to give yourself just um, to carry on <laughs> yeah how we are at the moment try not to go back yeah not to go back to to before which obviously life does throw them curveballs but like you said just try and keep positive and keep going you said it there, Dom. You said it, and it's this idea, like I said, positivity, consistency. That's all we'd ever need, and that's all we'd ever want from you, most definitely. What about yourself, Emma? It's sort of a similar theme to Dawn, actually. I was just going to say, just to tell myself that it's okay, like, to tell yourself that it's okay. Didn't hit my protein today. It's all right. Can do it tomorrow. Didn't, you know, didn't hit the weight today in the gym. That's fine. Can do it another time. So just, it's all right. It's okay. Okay. it's okay of course it is and, and, and again yeah. be, be kinder to yourself in a nutshell that's all it is yeah. that's all that ever needs to be there um, which I think is absolutely amazing so thank you so so much you have made it to the end of the slide <laughs> we haven't had any technical blips um, we've done alright I couldn't open the chat box but like I say it's been a nice <laughs> cosy group now Obviously, on the back of this, I want you to go do what you said you would do. Dawn, I want you to be consistent. I want you to be positive. Emma, I want you to be kinder to yourself. And actually, then I want you to step into that person that you deserve to be. So before I shut this whole thing off, thank you all so much. Has anyone got any takeaways, any shares that they want to add on the back of any of this? Um. It has probably made me think about things and just going back to the original question, who are you? I'll probably have another think about that. Oh, it's a tricky one, isn't it? Because <laughs> it's still a hard question. It's a really <laughs> tricky one. I think it's because we're our own worst critics, aren't we? So we can never, we never want to big ourselves up. Never. And, it, it, and it is, you know, it's like I said, sort of mine is the fact that in the past I've always probably put other people first. Yeah. And it's nice. It's nice. It, it's a big step to make, isn't it? And it's like I have to tell people in my in my job, you know, that you've done what you can. You've got to step back, but it's bloody hard to do that. And it's <laughs> same in the same for yourself, isn't it? It's it's hard to step back and think, no, I'm doing this for me, because you've still got everybody pecking at you or wanting you or because you've done it for so long. So it's it's really hard <laughs> in that sense. You said it. You've absolutely said it there. Guys, thank you so, so much. I appreciate it. I was just off target. I wanted it done in an hour, but we won't <laughs> fire off. Um, but I'm just, I really, really appreciate you being here. Obviously, I know it's Tuesday lunchtime. Um, so if you haven't had your lunch already, go enjoy it. Thank you, as always, for being you. And I will see you guys specifically across the week. And anyone listening, yeah. thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Okay, Bye. Guys. See you later.